Good day. From the Bridge Hunters Chronicles, this is News Flyer for February 19th, 2022. I'm Jason Smith, and this is our first podcast in two weeks due to recent developments involving the protests in Europe and Canada. We're going to have a look at that in our headlines. Plus, we have some other stories to share with you. Three Christian County, Missouri bridges scheduled for replacement, yet efforts are being taken to save the historic trusses. Town of Vermont purchases covered bridge and plans to incorporate it into a tourist attraction. Historic Railroad Bridge in Australia to be restored, the first of five on the planned rail to trail. Repairs to be made on a heritage-protected bridge in Ontario. And an ambitious bridge replacement project in Dusseldorf, Germany, spanning the River Rhine, is attracting a lot of attention. Now the news. Detroit, Michigan, Ontario, Canada. This story has been making waves throughout the world in the last two weeks, as convoys of semi-trucks laden with protesters shut down several key highways and bridges in Canada, as well as the international border crossings with the United States from coast to coast. A large convoy even encroached the Canadian capital of Ottawa, shutting down streets and surrounding a national parliamentary building. Video shows dozens of semi-trucks that clogged up the Ambassador Bridge, a suspension bridge built in 1929 that connects Detroit with Windsor. Several blockages have been reported at the Lion's Gate Suspension Bridge in Vancouver, the Peace Bridge in Buffalo, the Sault Ste. Marie Bridge in Michigan, and other crossings in the Greater Niagara Falls area, just to name a few. Tens of thousands of protesters were on hand calling for the lifting of COVID-19 restrictions in Canada, the reversal of the country's plan to introduce COVID-19 passes and proof that truckers are inoculated upon border crossings, and lastly, the resignation of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. 80% of all Canadians have been inoculated, and 90% of the country's truckers have gotten their shots. Still, most of the demonstrators consist of non-truckers and those from far-right groups even originate from the United States. Trudeau in turn has signed a national emergency decree calling for temporary restrictions in movement and general assembly, as well as legal authority to freeze assets of those who have supported the protesters. This emergency act, which was introduced and approved in 1988, would call for the involvement of the military and all personnel that are vital to the country, and this would last for a month with an option of a one-month extension if necessary. While there is no hint that the military will be used in this case, those involved in the demonstrations will be tracked down by the police and arrested. They may face fines in the tens of thousands of Canadian dollars and possible prison time. Since Sunday, the Ambassador Bridge has reopened the traffic and police have dispersed much of the protesters throughout the country. But the six-day shutdown has cost Canada over $3 billion Canadian dollars in goods and commerce and have caused anger among the state governors in the U.S. side, including U.S. President Joe Biden. Furthermore, the convoy protests were being practiced this past weekend in Europe, where police clashed with protesters in Paris, Brussels, and other cities in Germany. Plans had been in the making in the U.S. for a similar convoy during the weekend of the Super Bowl, but it never bore fruit. Ozark, Missouri After the success of relocating and restoring the historic Riverside Bridge at Finley Farms, another project is looming and there is hope that something can be done to save them. Officials are planning to replace three historic bridges in Christian County. They consist of the Green Bridge, a through-trust bridge spanning Finley Creek at Smell Road, northeast of Ozark. It was built in 1912 and was last rehabilitated in 2017. Then we have the Hawkins Ford Bridge spanning Finley Creek at Seneca Road, a two-span pony trust bridge built in 1915. And lastly, there is the Red Bridge, a three-span pony trust bridge spanning Bull Creek on Red Bridge Road and was built in 1915. 
Like the Riverside Bridge, all three were built by the Kenton Bridge Company. The county is looking to spend $8.1 million to replace all three bridges. That money is part of the $17.2 million the county received through the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Act that was passed earlier this year. When the bridges are being replaced remains open, but according to Miranda Beatles, Christian County Highway Administrator, that money is to be spent before 2026. Currently, contracts are being let and historic bridges are available for third parties to adopt. There have been talks about how to save the structures. This includes leaving them as is and making a park or trail crossing out of them, relocating them to Ozark, or even reincorporating them, the trusses, into the new structure. Although with the third variant, it would apply to the two pony trust bands, as the county plans to have two-lane crossings to ensure that everyone, including emergency crews, school buses, and garbage services, can use them. Ideas on how to save the three bridges can be made through the social media page Saving the Riverside Bridge or by contacting Miranda Beatles using the information in the link provided by the Chronicles. We will keep you posted on the latest regarding the three bridges. Linden, Vermont. A covered bridge that used to be privately owned is now the property of the local government and plans are in the making to convert this covered bridge-rich community of in Caledonia County into a tourist attraction. The town board last Friday voted over overwhelmingly in favor of purchasing the center bridge from the owners Arthur and Jane Elliott. The center bridge was built in 1867 and spans the east branch of the Pasumpsic River, just off Main Street near the Limburg Hotel. It is the last of the Pettiford Trust Bridges, which were primarily used over the river. The bridge was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1974. It served traffic until 1960, when it was relocated one mile to a new spot while its replacement bridge was being built. It had once in, it had been inhabited, but in recent years, pedestrians could use it, even though it was privately owned. The town will plans to buy the bridge and adjacent land for $10,000, which means all five of the town's covered bridges will be owned by the community. It plans to convert them into a tourist attraction where visitors can cross the bridge. Information on the plans can be found in the newest flyer, including some historic facts about the Padiford Trust and its inventor. Linden is located just off Interstate 91, north of St. Johnsbury. Tweetshire, Australia. Work has begun to restore the historic Dumbable Bridge, one of five bridges to be restored as part of the construction of the 24-kilometer tree section of the Northern Rivers Rail Trail. The Dumbable Bridge features an American-style Pratt-through truss bridge with ornamental porta bracings and trestle port spans. Built in 1894, the bridge served the 132-kilometer-long section of the Northern Rivers Railway, which ran from Mwilbala in Queensland to Casino in North South Wales until its discontinuation in 2004. Now the 24 kilometers tweet section of the railroad along the Northern Rivers is being converted into a bike trail, which will feature 11 railroad bridges, five of which will be restored to their original glory. There'll be a new track bed that will uh, accommodate the bikes. The original rail bed, bed had sustained enough damage and deterioration. The project has been ongoing since last year. It's expected to be completed by the beginning of next year. You can find more information on the project in the news flyer from the Chronicles. Tweetshire is located at the border between the two, offen uh, two aforementioned Australian states. And now, some headlines of other historic bridges, short and simple. 
In Trondorf, in the German state of Saxony-Anhalt, a 200-year-old stone arch bridge is history. Grooves removed the two-span arch bridge known as Wipperbrücke last week to the dismay of many who remembered the bridge and its history with the community located near Aschersleben. A new span is expected to be in place this fall. In Flanders, South Dakota, a concrete stringer bridge spanning the Big Sioux River will become history. The Crescent Street Bridge is over 90 years old and is located at the border with the Santee Sioux Indian Reservation. Closed for over five years, the contract was let to remove the bridge by the end of this year. No word on whether a new span will be built in its place. In Cape Cod, Massachusetts, two major bridge projects using funds from President Joe Biden's infrastructure bill are set to begin. The Bass River Bridge between Yarmouth and Dennis will be getting a facelift, which includes work on widening the bridge deck and improving the bridge approaches. The Harvard Bridge over the Herring River will receive a full-fledged replacement. The project will cost a total of $22.2 million, which came from the $3 billion that Massachusetts received to be uh, used to repair or replace one of the 46 of the state's structurally deficient bridges. Now back to the news. Cambridge, Ontario, Canada. Work to repair a heritage-protected bridge is currently underway. The Cambridge Crossing, also known as the Black Bridge, is a single-span Pratt through-truss bridge with riveted connections and X-frame portal bracings with heels. It was built in 1916 and spans the Speed River on Black Bridge Road in the Waterloo District. On November 4th of last year, a truck was stuck in the west side of the bridge, causing damage to the decking and the bridge's trusses. It has been closed to traffic ever since. The council has appropriated over $130,000 in funds to make the necessary repairs to the bridge while using the insurance money from the truck driver at the same time. This wasn't the first time work was done on the bridge because of similar incidences, as this happened before in 2016. There is a silver lining to the situation with the bridge, though. Work will begin this summer to replace a through-truss through bridge, but on a new alignment. That new bridge will open next year, and a historic truss bridge, listed in Canada's heritage books since 2003, will then be repurposed for use as a bike and pedestrian crossing. A happy ending after years of neglect and abuse caused by ignoring heights and weight restrictions. And then our last story of our podcast takes, this look, takes a look at green and modern bridges, but in a whole new way. Engineers and architects are working to adapt to our environment with the, to adapt our environment to the changes caused by global warming, and especially in low-lying areas where land is, that is up to about 100 feet above sea level is expected to be underwater permanently by 2050, if action is not made to protect these areas. This also includes major rivers, including the River Rhine, which empties in the North Sea, but much of the land surrounding it river, north of Cologne, is all but flat. In the city of Dusseldorf, located south of Cologne, some architects have found an inventive way to not only tackle global warming, but also the problems with housing and with a deteriorating bridge, a never-ending saga in the state of North Rhine-Westphalia. According to Travel Book, the architectural firm RKW Architect, in cooperation with realtor JLL, have unveiled a crossing known as the Green Bridge. This bridge will replace the 65-year-old Theodore Hoist Bridge, the Cable State Bridge that spans the River Rhine, connecting Dusseldorf's northern and eastern suburbs. The new bridge would feature from bottom up a two-lane tunnel, followed by a park that would be surrounded by apartments and even a hotel, all of it decorated with various kinds of vegetation. 
the arch bridge would, ex would extend high over the River Rhine to allow for water and ships to pass. The bridge would be carbon neutral as it would operate solely on solar and wind energy. The plan has been met with mixed results. While many residents consider this project ambitious and would, love, and would solve many problems including housing and of course the environment, others have strongly protested against this project for many reasons. The project is too expensive, costing over 700 million euros. Concerns about fire safety, especially for the apartments, have been addressed, as well as environmental organizations who claim that there, there is no railroad line and it should be included in the, in the construction plans. The plan is in the drafting stage, and it will take some time to determine whether this Green Bridge project will be considered feasible or not, let alone how long it would take to build such a gigantic bridge. In a realistic sense, the current Cable State Bridge will need to be replaced in the near future, for it cannot fulfill today's traffic, and as there are sustained damages and advanced deterioration. Yet this house bridge is not the first one in Germany. One can visit a similar house in Hamburg, where the living bridge is located. This house bridge spans the River Elbe in Haven City and, was, and is built to sustain the city's regular flute and ebbe. Should the Green Bridge in Dusseldorf be built? This is a question for the forum here. Feel free to read more about the project, look at the pictures, and you may comment on the Chronicles News Flyer page. And with that, to take us to the end of the Chronicles News Flyer, I'm Jason Smith. Thank you for listening. There are a lot of bridge stories that have been posted on the Chronicles website the last couple weeks, including the Hammersmith and Haworth bridges, as well as some books and literary works there. You should check out the Chronicles directly by subscribing online or through its social media pages. There'll be many more stories to come. We'll see each other next week. Until then, happy bridge hunting and happy trails till we meet again. Take care. Bye now.